0: You are listening to Victory Alabang podcast. We can connect with God because He first connected with us. Listen to this message entitled "Source" by Pastor Ariel Marquez. So Today we're starting a brand new titled as "Hotspot." You know, sometimes you're in the middle of your work and you need an internet connection, and then suddenly, boom! Wala, walang WiFi, walang connection. Kami sa office sometimes tane na walang connection dito. But anyway. Uh, and uh, I realized that nowadays... And how many of you normally use internet every single day? Every day. Whether in the home, in your office, or 3G. That's almost all of us, right? In fact, uh, many of your phones right now are equipped with 3G or LTE. And you normally get uh, a signal outside. And that's exactly what Hotspot is all about. Now, uh, uh, you know... I, you, there's uh, just a ton of apps in the internet right now, whether you're Facebook. You know, how many of you have a, have a Facebook account? Uh, okay, i talking to the car I think. Everybody, I think, has a Facebook account. Twitter, okay, Instagram. Nowadays, before meals, you don't pray anymore, you take a picture. But anyway, still pray and then take a picture after that. Okay, and uh, you know, uh, I see a lot of food uh, being... Uh, uh, post uh, in, in the internet. And so, uh, Yahoo of course for a while, story in the past. and So, there's just a lot of uh, different ways to connect to the internet, but there's just one particular reason why people connect to the internet, and it's basically touching other people as well. And that's the way we were made. You know, we were made and we were designed to be connected to one another. Look at the person beside you. Okay, whether you like it or else, God designed you to be connected with one another, with that person beside you. Okay, whether you know that person or not, you know I I I'm uh, I'm amazed because there's the, uh, there's a show uh, in I think in Matt Geo six degrees, and uh, what this show is saying that uh, all over the world we're connected to one another in six degrees or so. Okay. You know, somehow you find yourself a connection to whoever. For example, okay, uh, Barack Obama, I didn't realize that I'm actually connected to Barack Obama. In uh, maybe about two degrees. Okay? Uh, For example, right now, I'm personally discipling Senator Van That's first degree. Senator Van is actually, you know, he knows Pinoy, second degree. Pinoy normally meets In APEC, the different presidents, okay? Barack Obama, third degree. So, anywhere in the world, do you realize that you actually have a connection with anybody in the world? That's the way we're made, we're connected to one another. And when you talk about hotspot, a hotspot is actually a place where a wireless signal or Wi Fi is made available so that the internet can be accessed, okay? And so, uh, I believe that all of us. Parang minsan nga, no I, I actually left the house and I left my phone. And you know, parang I, I felt so uneasy. You know, driving the car, I realized that I left my phone in the car. I mean, in the house. And I had to go back to the house. How many of you, you know, just like what? uh uh How many of you sometimes uh, forget some things? You like how many of you left your phone already in in, in the house? You know, parang sometimes you feel naked. Parang parang kulang yata ako. Parang and So, you know, my appointment book is there. You know, I'm wondering if some you know some people I'm meeting for that day called already, that they're canceling the meeting. And so, it's very much important for us to be connected. How many of you agree with me on that? Uh, here's our serious objective for this evening, okay? Or for the next three weeks. Our people will understand that discipleship is relationship. And that the believer's relationship with God enables them to, to connect others to God. It's only when we're connected with God that we can actually help others connect them to God. Okay? And so, uh, for the first week, which is today, we're going to be talking about the source. Everybody say, the source. Okay? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kasama ka rito, ha? sa ka. Kung pinatano ni Ariel, okay? Baskin na anong gawin natin, kailangan tayo sumagot para ganahan naman yung preacher, parang gano'n, di ba? Mamaya natin isipin yung dinner natin, okay? we tayo, tayo sa bagong Burger King. okay? makita tayo Anyway, so connect with God. We're talking about connections. We're talking about connecting with the Lord. Somebody once said, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. It's about connection. We're, we're made to connect to one another. Second week, next week, we're going to be talking about sync. And it's about connecting with other believers connecting with people in the church, okay? If you have multiple gadgets, for example, uh, you know, an iPad or maybe an iPhone or maybe with uh, or S3 or whatever and a computer, you want all these gadgets synchronized so that when you check a schedule or a calendar in one gadget, consistent then with the other gadget. Okay, that's the purpose of syncing about know, contacts, for example. Now, if you're somebody who is not really a high or a techy guy, and you go to National Bookstore, and you buy the planner there, okay pa rin yun. Lagi nakasink sa sa'yo. Okay? Because that doesn't change. Third week is share. was say share. It's connecting with the world. So I'd like to invite everyone tonight to stand up uh, with me. And we're going to be looking at uh, this scripture from Matthew chapter 28. Uh, verses 18 to 20 and then we're going to be shifting to Matthew 22. So we're going to be reading from two different sets of texts uh, this evening. Okay, verse 18. let me just uh, move you so that you can see the, the screen. Verse 18, then Jesus came to them and said, "All authority, everything, say, all authority. all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to whom? To me. Who is the me here? Jesus. If all authority has been given to Christ, how much authority has been given to the devil? None. Sabi msakatabi mo? None. Kayawa ka magpapa dengo sa demonio. Okay? Walang authority sa buhay mo Okay? All authority is found in the Lord. Amen. After Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, all authority has been taken from the devil, and he took that authority upon himself, and he's delegating the same authority to us, his church. Therefore, what are we supposed to do? Go and make disciples of all nations. Let's read it out loud together. One, two, three. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now let's shift gears, and we will be reading from Matthew chapter 22. Verse 36. A teacher. Somebody once asked the Lord. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Okay, This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 40. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Let's bow our right heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for this evening. Lord, thank you so much for your grace upon our lives. We ask for God that you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation to know you better. Thank you, Lord God, for the fellowship that we have with you and with one another. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. May you all be seated. Would you smile at the person beside you? Yeah. you mo lang siya. Okay, we've basically read two sets of scriptures. Okay? The first set of scripture is a very familiar scripture for us. In fact, every time somebody would come here in the in front on the stage, he would say, you know, victory exists for two reasons. Right? We are here to honor God and make disciples. So, very simple. Okay? Uh, great commission is actually a role given with the authority to perform a certain task or a duty and what is that role or what is the task diba? go and make disciples baptizing them and teaching them so there's baptizing there's teaching them and there's obeying okay? now early on in our ministry when I was a young Christian I would always, always hear the, the pastors uh, say uh, that if you are serious about uh, obeying God you need to have two things need the Bible how many of you have a Bible? Okay? whether a physical bible or maybe a, you know a Bible in your app you have a bible a bible and a passport early on in our ministries having a bible and a passport looking okay. a passport okay we need a Bible to know God we need a passport to obey him my question is how can you go into the nations without a passport? That's why early on in our ministry, you know, we've actually been applying for passports. You know, Pastor Ferdy, as a young man, he applied for a passport. Went, went back to his province in Newaysiya, got his birth certificate. Asked his mom, "Where's my birth certificate, Mama?" "Anong kailangan mo? Bakit birth certificate? Apply passport, mommy, sa DFA. You haven't been out of Luzon. And you're gonna apply for a passport." And Pastor Ferdy said, "I'm gonna go to the world. I'm gonna go and preach the gospel in every nation." And as a young man, he actually did that. Went to many different nations because before he actually became a pastor. Right now, in part of our apostolic team. A Bible and a passport. We're serious with the Great Commission. We're serious in actually making disciples. We're serious in connecting other people to God. But guess what? Inasmuch as the Great Commission is very important, we also need to realize that God, Jesus, gave us the greatest commandment. This is kinda of like a rule to be observed, but this is a rule based on love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. The only way we can actually preach the gospel is when we're motivated with love. Not because it's a duty. Not because small group. You know, if that's the attitude that we have, then let's not make disciples. Hello? You know, Pastor Steve said this, the Great Commission should flow out of the greatest commandment. Your love for other people only flows out because of the way you've received love from God Himself. We can't give love if we don't have love. Amen. You don't just give love on Christmas Day. You give love every time there's an opportunity to give love. But guess what? You can never give love if you have not received love. And where is the source of love? God Himself. The Bible says, 1 John, But God is love. He is love. Okay? That's why, you know, in order for us to be able to connect with other people, we ourselves should first be connected with the source. With the Wi-Fi environment, which is God Himself, okay. Maybe some of you are familiar with this particular uh, picture in your screen. Maybe you own a computer, I'm uh, sorry, uh, uh, an iPhone, or maybe a Samsung S3. And you know, I, I realize that nowadays you can actually be a personal hotspot. How many of you are familiar with what I'm saying? Okay, you can actually be a hotspot, okay, through your phone because of 3G. But you can actually share your signal with another person who does not have an internet connection. But the only way you can do that is if you are connected first to the source. You've got to be connected first in order for you to be able to share to others. That's why even Pastor Joe he said in his book Lego Principle, okay, and he coined this term discipleship is relationship. Because if you talk about disciples, if you talk about, you know, reaching out to others, if you want to talk about sharing God's love, it's all about discipleship. It's all about discipleship. I mean, sorry, it's all about relationship. Okay? Now, how many of you are thankful for the relationship that you have in your life? Okay? Okay, great. Some of you are. Okay? Now, why do we need to connect to God? It's important, but that's the first priority. We need to first connect with God. Why do we need to connect with God? Very simple, because God is the ultimate source of life. We get everything we need in life and godliness from God Himself. Amen. In John chapter 15, verse 5, it says, Apart from me, what? You can do nothing. Apart from Jesus, we cannot do anything. Apart from Jesus, we cannot bear fruit. Apart from Jesus, you cannot excel. You know, you can actually go so far. Maybe you're somebody who's gifted in the arts, okay? Or maybe somebody who's very gifted in the the area of intellect. But guess what? Without Jesus in our lives, we can only go so far. You know, before the... You know, when God created man, God created Adam and Eve and all of us, basically, to be connected. You know, when God created... If you're if you're gonna read uh, in Genesis chapter one, before the fall, okay, the situation in the garden was you don't need an eye message anymore. Adam and Eve did not go and have an eye message to the Lord, they actually had FaceTime. Or Skype. Or actually an actual encounter. It's it's a personal relationship. They don't text, they don't do iMessage, they don't do BBM they actually had a face to face encounter and that was that was the beauty of the relationship between man and god at that time before the fall there was a perfect relationship adam and eve were enjoying you know the, the fellowship with god in the garden in fact there was a there was a great significance why god created adam and eve on the 6th day and not on the first day right and we've heard about that why did God create Adam and Eve on the sixth day instead of the first, uh, on the first day? Una uno baka pag-create ni Lord si Adam and Eve on the first day, baka makialam pa si Adam in sa creation niya. When God would say on the first day, let there be light, Teka, Teka Lord, masyadong maliwanag, Diliman mo naman ng kuwente, you know, there might be chaos in the universe. Baka makialam pa si Adam, okay? So he created, he, God desi- in his wisdom, God decided to create Adam and Eve on the last day before he rested. So that he'd actually prepare everything in creation that Adam and Eve needed before he actually woke up. And the first thing that Adam saw was the face of God. Because God was more interested in building a relationship with man more than man working for him. Amen. It's not about us. Yes, we're serving the Lord. It's not about us just working it out for the Lord. The first priority of God with you and me is to have a relationship with Him. Amen. Look at the person beside you. Tell that person, you need God in your life. To have a vital, living, real relationship with God. Now, how do we define that relationship? It's really up to us. Sometimes the only relationship that we have with the Lord is when we're scared. Lord, you know, i watch watched World War Z. ba? You know, you know, In, in, in your imagining already, your, your dream, i zombie. You know, you're, 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 you're praying. Or maybe, you're, you're, when, you're, you have, when you have needs. Maybe when you're sick. Maybe when there's a problem. Only when we're in need sometimes do we recognize our need for God. But that is very incomplete. In fact, in the garden... There was no need, there was no sin, there was no lack, there was no problem, there was no debt, there was no debt, but yet Adam and Eve and God were just in perfect harmony and in perfect fellowship with one another. Not just when we are in need, but even in our abundance, we need to continue to have a Greek fellowship with the Lord. 24-7. Amen? I mean, that's, that's, that ought to be the nature of our relationship with the Lord. But something happened in the garden. Somewhere along the way, there was somebody summing it in Genesis chapter 3. There was a serpent. Verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Now, you know, we don't really know what the serpent looked like before the fall. But one of the curses that God gave to the serpent was He said, you're, From here on, you're going to crawl on your belly. So we don't know if before the fall the serpent had legs. I don't know. Did God really say? Yeah. Yeah. Because can you imagine if if the serpent went to Eve, Eve probably ran away. But probably, you know, I don't know that was just an assumption, but you know he said to the woman, did, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden." It's kind of like the style of the devil every time he tempts you and me. Did God really say that you ought to be faithful to your wife or your husband? Did God really say that you have to be that you have to have integrity in your business? Did God really say that you don't have you cannot cheat in your exam especially in order for you to get good grades? Amen. Did God really say that as a single person, that you ought to live a life that is pure and holy until the day you get married? Are we here this afternoon? And I'm just exposing the same line, the same strategy that the devil did in the garden thousands of years ago. Guess what? The devil has the same style. He would always challenge the word of God in our hearts. And if you have the Word of God, the the style of the enemy, the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Steal what? Steal the Word of God in your life. The deposit of the Word of God in your life. The truth of God's Word. Did God really say that you have to be committed to one another? Did God really say that you have to forgive so that you can be forgiven? Did God really say that you've got to be excellent in the way you work? To honor your father and mother. Ma- For those of you who are... Ch- How many of you are children here? please raise your hand? Lahat tayo, children, di Kasi hindi kasi Di ba tama di ba? hindi children? Lahat, right, di right? Did God really say that as a child, that you've got to honor your father and mother? Because that is the first commandment of the promise? And I believe that the enemy went to Eve very crafty. He tempted Eve. With this fruit. Now, we don't know what kind of food that was. What's your guess? Apple? Sabi ni Pastor Sani, aratelis daw yung tree na I don't know. But one of the things that is written in, in Genesis chapter 3 was that that fruit was pleasing to the eye. Good for food. And perfect for acqu- acquiring wisdom. That's why what Eve was so tempted when, he, when she saw the fruit. It's kind of like it's kind of like a new pair of shoes from uh, uh, from uh, I don't know Dolce Gabbana or whatever, okay, or like a new bag from Chanel or whatever. Like wow, it looks so attractive. You know, that's the kind of fruit that was. That's why I'm sure that the devil would actually just present to you something that's attractive. And that's the nature of temptation and sin. The nature of temptation and sin is that it's attractive and it's pleasurable for the moment. And you don't know that it brings us death. And there is a bacteria or a virus that causes you to discombobulate, kind of like the zombies. And it actually can spread. How many of you know that sin can spread? It's kind of like cancer. That's why we don't pet sin. You know, sometimes we pet sin. Ahin lang to. Magkasama kami to lagi, araw-araw. Secret ko lang to. Eve, unfortunately, ate the fruit. You know that. And what's more difficult to comprehend was when she was eating that fruit, Adam was beside her. The husband was beside the wife. Wala, anong ginagawa? Nakatingin ba? Masarap? Matamis ba? You know, it was Adam that God told the command, do not eat of the fruit in the middle of the garden because if you eat it, you will die. Now, Adam was probably checking out, tay kaya itong asawa ko? Tingnan muna natin. That's why ultimately, how many of you husbands are here? This, uh, this How many of you are husbands? Can you please raise your hand. Ultimately, we are responsible to God for the way we lead our family. It was Eve of took the first bite. But who was judged first? Adam. Adam was judged first because it was not the responsibility of Eve to keep sin out of her life. It was the responsibility of Adam to lead Eve in that particular situation. And in this particular case, nasingita ng ibang signal si Eve. She was actually looking at another signal. Have gala uyo, password. Predi po Pasap naman siya. Hayan, Lucy, 666. Nakaroon ng virus. Boom! They were disconnected with the source of life. They were eventually not just disconnected with the hotspot. They were actually kicked out of the hotspot of the Garden of Eden. You know, we kind of say, Lord, what happened there? Because... You know, if Eve did not eat the fruit and if they obeyed God, guess what? They would still be alive today, running around here in this environment, naked, yeah. You know? <laughs> guess what? All of you will be naked, you know? If there's no sin. And you know the effect of sin was what? You know, when 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 Adam also, also took the fruit, they realized they were naked. For the first time, they, they felt scared. They were afraid. And that's the effect of sin. Because sin brings fear. Have you ever felt fear in your life? Yes, right? That is the effect of sin in our life. Sin brings fear. And that feeling of guilt and the feeling of nakedness being exposed. That's why when God was looking for Adam, he hid from God. In Isaiah chapter 52, I'm sorry, 59 verse 2, it says, Your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden His face from you so that He will not hear. Because of the effect of sin, our fellowship was cut off. The hotspot environment was cut off. We were disconnected from the Lord. Our sins basically hid His face from us so that will not hear. And that's basically the attitude of man. The attitude of man is we try to reach God for good works. Adam and Eve tried to sow fig leaves. Remember that? That's the first uh, industry in the garden. Couture. Fig tree creation. They sowed fig leaves. They tried to cover up themselves. They covered up their nakedness. They did things on their own. And that's the effort of man. The effort of man is to try to reach God through his own efforts, by doing good works. The other night, I was reading the Bible with my two daughters, my two young daughters. And, um, you know, I was uh, reading, basically, uh, these are my, the pictures of my two daughters, Anna and Andrea. Anna is on the left, Andrea is on the right. Okay, That's my eight and my six-year-old. And, you know, when, when I was finishing my my chapter on uh, the Ten Commandments, basically, I I closed the book and told them, you know what? God gave the Ten Commandments not so that we will live. It's basically to show how much sinful we were or we are. In fact, I told them this. You know, you do not go to heaven just by obeying mom and dad. You know, the response is, what? All along, we're obeying you and we're not going to heaven? And I continue to explain, you know, you can be a good child, but that does not qualify you to get to heaven. They became more and more confused. You know, it's not about you not fighting each other. You know, by by not fighting, it doesn't mean that you're going straight to heaven. Huh? And then I summarize it all, because it's not about us. It's not about what you can do for God. It's about what Jesus Christ... And then when I shifted to Jesus, it's about what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And then the youngest one, Andrea, said, Trust! 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 I said, that's right. All you've got to do right now is to trust and have faith in what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And they got it. It's not about man's effort. That's the way it is in the world. Man's effort how can I be better Christian? How can I be I need to fast all the more. I need to give all the more. I need to uh, you know go to all the service, the the 911, 12, uh the 911 1357, you know, and all the small groups. Guess what? Even if you do all of those, you'll die early, but you'll never get to heaven. It's not about us. It's not even about being part of Victory Christian Fellowship. It's not about being part of a local church. It's being connected with Jesus. Amen? Come on, give a little hand for that. It's not basically what we can do. You know, man tries to reach God through, it's not the way. Second, try to look for other gods by having idols. We know, you know, how it is to have idols, not just having a physical statue. Many times we have idols in our life. You know, the rich young ruler, remember the story? of The rich young ruler, he he went to Jesus one night, one day. He asked, Lord, how can I have eternal life? And basically, Jesus said, do this, do this, do this. And he said, all of those I did. And then Jesus said, there's one thing that you lack. Go and sell everything you have and give to the poor. Because that was his idol. Basically, Jesus was pointing at the idol of this man's life. And the, the man was saying, yeah, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But he was actually hiding something in his back. And Jesus knew about that and He said, that thing that you're hiding, I like that. The rich young ruler went away sad because he had so much wealth and he was not willing to give it. That's why Jesus said you cannot serve both God and money. That is one major idol that people have nowadays. Number is we tend to run away from God. Have you ever heard of a testimony of somebody? You know what? Before I became a Christian, I was searching for God. Actually, the reality is nobody was searching for God. You know, I was looking for God. I was looking for God in the bars. I was looking for God with my drugs. I was looking for God with my drunk friends. You know, how can you find God in those places? No one's looking for God. Romans chapter three, verse ten to eleven says, "As it as, as it is written, there is no one righteous." Not even one. There's no one who understands. No one what? No one who seeks God. There's none of us who's seeking after God. It was God who was seeking after us. You and I did not choose God. He was the one who chose us. Amen. We were not looking for God. We were not searching for God. We were not the one who who actually had a search and rescue mission. It was God who initiated that search and rescue mission. Verse 12, For all have turned away. They have together became wor- become worthless. There's no one who does good. Not even one. And in verse 23, it says, a very familiar verse, For all, everybody say all. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is the bad news. Can you imagine? That's the bad news. All of us have sinned. And what's the wages of Sin. Death. The wages of sin is death. One sin will send us to hell. But the good news is this it did not stop there. God sought us. There are three things that God did very quickly. He sought us. He was the one who sought after Adam. Adam was the one not the one looking for him. And God was the one looking for Adam, but God, but the Lord God called to the man. Where are you? Of course, God knew where Adam was, right? Because God is an omniscient God. But what's the meaning of this question? Basically, God was asking Adam so that Adam would realize that he became far from God. Basically, what God is asking Adam was, Adam, where are you now in your relationship with me? Where are you now in the condition of your heart? Where are you now, Adam? And Adam said, in his own words, "I heard you, and I was afraid. I realized I was naked, so I hid from you." Those were the effects of sin. Man was not looking for Adam. We're thinking that we're trying to search. You know, when you have, when you have a gadget, you know, but the gadget normally is the one looking for the Wi-Fi in the Wi-Fi environment, right? For example, you know, if you are in a mall, di ba, past you check, uy, wi wifi, di It's the gadget looking for the source, for the hotspot. Not the hotspot looking for the gadget, right? But with God, it's so different. The source was the one looking for us, the broken gadgets. It's kind of like this. You know, out of all the billions of people in the planet, in the universe, yes, there's gonna be, uh, you know, God will use not just a Wi-Fi or a hotspot, He uses His satellite link in order for us to be found in festival mall. <laughs> Worshipping at this very hour, at about 5 or six ten in the evening. Alam na, alam niya, nagutom-nagutom ka na. He knows exactly what your plans are for dinner. Because God is the one who sought after us. Amen? He knows us and He found us. Amen? Look at the person beside and Tell the person, He found you. That's why don't run away from Him anymore. He sought us. And found us. Next is He loves us. What an amazing God. The reason why Jesus can say, The greatest commandments, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Is because He's given us, his love. He did not withhold anything anymore. What's the meaning of John three sixteen again? What's, uh, what's John three sixteen? How many of you memorized that scripture? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Right? Hindi basta basta yon kasi begotten yon okay? Begotten Son okay? That whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. Now, how many of you believe in the one and only Son of God? Amen. That means you have eternal life. Amen. He loves us. We love because He first loved us. We're not capable of loving people, but because Jesus loved us first. Guess what? You're the na- ka of love, ni Lord. How many of you sometimes you know, those of you who are married, how many, how many of you are married again? Please raise your hand. How many of you sometimes don't feel love for the person that you marry? Lakas <laughs> ng iba Diba? Sometimes, you know, if you're gonna be honest, how many of you sometimes you wake up in the morning and say, Lord, ano ba to? Sabi mo, labin ko to? Ano ba yan? Diba? Now, honestly, how many of you sometimes feel that way? We ayah Kakaaway Goodbye. You know why? You know sometimes you know God did not tell us to just love when it's convenient, to just love because that person is lovable. But we love even if that person is unlovable. Because you know what? Love is not an emotion. Love is a commitment. Love is a decision. You love even if you don't feel like loving that person. Guess what? God loved us. Even when we are the scum of the earth. Even when we were sinners, He loved us. God demonstrated His love for us. That while we were still sinners, He sent Christ to die for us. You know how many of you have sons? How many of you have a son? Or at least two sons. Would you do what God did? I had a son. My second child was a son. But I will never give up my son in order to be sacrificed so that you can be saved. <laughs> Para sa inyo? <laughs> Di anak ko? No way! But God did. God sent the one and only son. The son He loved. He gave Him up for us. So that you can you and I can be reconnected back to him. It's all about us getting back to the Lord. It's all about us getting back to the hot spot to have a connection with him. And God reconnected us back to Him. Not about what we can do, everything about what Jesus did. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18, and all this, what's this? All these things that we have, all this is from God. Who reconciled us to himself? Through what? Through whom? Through Christ. So Christ alone gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. God is calling us to help reconcile other people back to him. Not to us, but through Christ. Not counting men's sin against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Amen? You know, there's only one name that God gave under heaven to whom we must be saved. And who is that name? His name is Jesus. No other name but Jesus. In fact, we're singing that song. No other name but Jesus. No other name is higher. Yeah? There no other name, there's no other name given to us under heaven to whom we must be saved. And that's the only name, Jesus. But John 17, 6. He is the only way. He is the truth. He is the life. No one can come to the Father except through Him. Christ is the only gateway that can connect us back with the source. Now what is our application here this afternoon or this evening rather? You know, if you're coming here maybe for the first time and you don't know God personally, Jesus is giving us an invitation right now to come to Him. Jesus wants you and I, to be connected back to Him. If you have not been born again, if you, and you know when you talk about born again, born again is not, as as I said, born again is not joining a religion. In John chapter 3, when Nicodemus, a high priest, went to Jesus one time at night, he was asking Him, what must I do to have eternal life? Jesus said, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus as an old man, he said, how can I be born again when I am old? Can I go back to my mother's womb? He actually asked that. Can I go back to my mother's womb again and be born again? You don't get it. You were born once in water and, you know, through water and the flesh. But you need to be born again in the Spirit. Because all of us, were not just made of flesh. We're made of Spirit. And because of the broken relationship, because of sin, we need to be reconnected back to God. We need to be restored. That's exactly the move and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, He makes the Spirit alive again. And I call that forgiveness and justification. Justified never sin. For those of us who are believers, we need to continue connecting to God on a daily basis. Hindi lang tuwing kailangan mo si Lord. Hindi lang tuwing... Nine one one emergency. Yeah. Every time we need to go back to him, Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven to thirteen. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. You know, your do you know that your, your future is secure? God has a destiny for each and every one of us, and our destiny is not just to go to heaven. By the way, do you know that? Your destiny, the reason why God saved you and me is not just to go to heaven. Because if you just, you know, maybe, if, if the only desire we have to go to heaven, tell us, the next time you'll baptize. So, mga 10 minutes 10 minutes until the last bubble will come out. Then you go straight to heaven. And meet your creator. Or maybe you come here when you do an altar call, okay? If you want to go straight to heaven, itapa gas chamber na lang namin You go to the next gas chamber and meet your maker. No! The reason why God wants us to save us is so that we can also share to others about the love of God. Verse 12 Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and listen to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and you find me when you seek me with all your heart. Memorize this heaven hotline. 333. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Not just 911. And he says, this is the hotline to heaven. Call to me, and I will answer you. Okay? And what will you hear on the other line? Diba? The number you dialed is not yet paid. Diba? You will, and I will tell you great and unsearchable things. That you do not know. Guess what? When you are in trouble, when you lack wisdom, dial 333. Call upon the Lord. Go to the source. Go to the hotspot. spot. Guess what? And God will continue to reveal to you things that you have not even heard of before. God is in a constant searching for us. Luke 19, verse 10. This is my final scripture. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. We were not seeking the Word. God was the one who came and sought after us. We hope you were inspired by that message. Connect is an important word in victory because in all things we must connect with God through Jesus Christ. We also encourage everyone to be connected to one another via a victory group. To join one, simply inquire at the Concierge through our website at www.victoryalabang.org or even through our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.